What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? You look fucking jacked. I feel, I feel, I don't feel jacked. How come you haven't gotten any fatter since the last time I saw you? I got a little bit. Dude, why are you so shredded? I'm serious. I saw a photo of your like leg the other day. You still have strided glutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what the fuck are you, what are you doing, man? It's off season. Time to bulk up. I'm 273 right now. What were you when you competed? 255 or something? No, I, I was 248. So you put on like 25 pounds. Yeah. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it all was quality because you're fucking like you're still shredded. I, I, I stick to a diet still. I don't really. You don't fuck off on the diet, eh? Uh, I mean, I, I do like on Sundays when we train legs. Yeah. I eat two cheat meals that day, but other than that, I so, just stick to what I'm supposed to do. So all week long, you're good, and then Sunday, you fuck off on it a bit. A little bit, yeah. Huh. And I still do cardio every day, too. Yeah, I've been doing cardio every day, too. I just, my problem is, like, McDonald's end up, ends up <laughs> at my house, like, three times. <laughs> three times a week. <laughs> Actually... This week was good. I was trying to be better. So my wife made me, uh, she made homemade lasagna on Saturday night. And, and then she made like a big pot of chili on Sunday. So I had like homemade food, but it was like kind of cheap food too. You know what I mean? How much did you eat though? I ate the whole pot of chili. <laughs> not, a, not a good idea, man. My fucking stomach was rocked for like a day after. That's what happened to me. On Sunday, we went to this uh, breakfast place called Kiki's. Yeah. Fantastic place. But I'm not, I haven't, I'm not used to eating a shit ton of cheese anymore. Yeah. So I had some cheese on my omelet. Yeah. And the whole rest of the day, I was lighting it up, boy. <laughs> my whole leg session, I, I, it was like every rep, it was like, rank, rank. <laughs> and I'm like trying to focus. And I'm like, get, I'm like, fuck, man. You can't, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cheese is hard, man. Cheese fuck. Cheese will fuck you up. I used to like you, you take the squirty cheese out of the can, like ah, and be fine. I can't do none of that shit now. Uh, I do a brick of cheese sometimes for a cheat meal. Oh, that's good. Like the whole brick. Like I just yeah. chop, slice it up that's until good. like a little, and then put it on crackers and shit. That's all. I love that. I love doing. Yeah, that. right. I don't know. It's good. <laughs> um. So so what's going? So I noticed your waist is like getting smaller, even though you're getting heavier. You keep posting these photos like with like a side shot and your stomach looks more and more. Is that your, just, fo is that your focus? Uh, and I'm, see, this, what, I, what I'm doing now is I'm just, we actually lowered my protein. Yeah. Compared to previous off seasons, which I think uh, played a role, plays a role in that. Mm. Like I was eating like maybe like nine or 10 ounces. We dropped it to like, I think like seven. Yeah. And I don't ever feel bloated. So. One second, I, let me. Let me get our other guest on. J Jamie the Giant? <laughs> yeah. You ruined the surprise. <laughs> Jamie, what's up? Guys. What's going on, man? You're on with Mr. Nick Walker. I got I got the giant and the shorter giant. <laughs> beast on the show. <laughs> I got the beast and the giant, yeah. So we were just talking. Jamie, actually, it's good that you're on because we were talking about cheat meals. and We'll get back to that in a minute, but. Oh yes, we were uh, we were talking about uh, Nick said he lowered his protein after his show because we were talking about how his stomach looks a little smaller. And I was just gonna say we were talking about that this last prep that I did. Everybody kept commenting that my stomach looked better. Mm -hmm. I, I actually lowered my protein; like I was down to like six ounces. 
where yeah. normally normally I would be at like eight or ten. So I'm wondering if that's like one of the things that has contributed to the bloated guts or the thicker waists. I think so. How long do you think you're going to go with the low protein, Nick? I'll probably just stay with it because, like, my strength is coming back quick. Like, yeah. I feel great. So I don't – at this point, like, I don't, I don't feel a need to even raise it. I'd rather eat more carbs than fat, to be honest. You think you can recover just as fast? Because one thing I did notice is, like, during my prep I was okay, but right now, like, I, I had, like, some kidney issues, so I lowered my protein even further. Yeah. I went down to, like, four ounces. And I well, noticed – yeah, it's, it's low, but I increased my carbs and all that, but I noticed I'm not recovering as fast. I, don't, I, ha, I, I train really hard, so it's, it, it was, it's still hard to tell. Like, when I train legs, even from, like, last year, I would still be, like, sore up until, you know, it's time to train legs again. So, yeah, yeah. I think it's about the same, but just overall, I don't feel, like, tired, bloated, you know. Yeah, yeah. Being this lean at 273, I'm pretty happy with it. Jamie, you're like, what did you weigh on stage? 300? Uh, 295 on stage. 295 on stage. What do you weigh in the offseason? Like 350? Um, I'm 315 at the minute. I'll probably go to 340. But this time I'm going to keep like a relatively decent condition as well. So what does it take? And this isn't a joke. I know people are going to think it's a joke. But what does it take to feed... 340 like what does your calories look like for the day shit ton of food. yeah <laughs> at 340 like 8,000 plus calories holy fuck um, man. at the minute i started my off season at 64 um, yeah. and that was 750 pro uh i mean carbs 450 protein which is we're talking about high and low proteins my protein is relatively high yeah yeah and then 150 fats uh, which has just gone up recently so now i'm Probably just shy of 7,000 calories. So you're 400, 450 grams of protein, 750 grams of carbs, yeah. and 150 grams of fat, and you're doing that every day. Yeah, 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 without fail. And I think that's, that's what we find hard to, to get, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's constant. Well, yeah, because if you said that to somebody, like, well, that's no big deal, because that's, that's a lot of guys, that's like what the refeed day looks like. Yeah. But you, yeah, yeah, but you got to do that shit every single day. That's the fucking. So, do you feel like bodybuilding is way harder for you, or is are you just used to it because you're a bigger guy and it's like not a yeah. big deal? I'm used to it now. I mean, I, I hear people moan about eating four thousand calories. And I think <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't even know. But yeah, I'm used to this amount of food. This amount of food for me is manageable. Like I'm still hungry, and I know that's probably largely down to the fact that I'm still close to the show period. Yeah. Uh, well, I can eat this amount of food all day. It's uh, things like the 20K day challenges that fuck me up. <laughs> so I want to ask you about that because okay, I don't know if you know this, Nick, but but uh, Jamie is known as – I thought I was known as the pizza guy. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, I Jamie – I remember the last podcast. He's a lot of pizza. <laughs> yeah, he's the pizza guy. I'm, I, I yeah. think I'm, I've, I've become the McDonald's guy, I think. I think oh, you're the, you can be the pizza guy in Canada. In Canada. In Canada. <laughs> <laughs> so what – Okay, first, I saw you carrying like a shitload of boxes of pizza one day, <laughs> one day after your prep. How many pizzas have you eaten in a day? In a, in a day, um, I'll just go, like after, after the show, I think I had four pizzas. Um, in, one, four, in one sitting? Yeah, oh, yeah. There was only like, what, 12 inch pizzas? So they wasn't massive. So they're medi like mediums then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Four mediums? I can do four mediums. 
But the, did you see the pizza that I ate on the challenge? That was like a 30 inch. That was huge. Let me see if I can find a photo of it while, while oh, we talk. Um, inch pizza? Did you the, guy, the guy on YouTube is called Kyle V Food, and I think he's got an Instagram as well. Let me see if I just find it on Google. Um, did you finish that pizza or no? No. Oh, wait. I think he, I see, I think he, I see he a picture. He demolished it as well. He absolutely demolished it. He demolished Yeah, those professional eaters, though, man. You can't compete yeah. with them. I think he told me he fasted for 48 hours. Um, this is the pizza. This, this pizza, Nick. <laughs> Holy yeah. So, yeah you, so you didn't finish it, Jamie? No, I, I think... How much I did, of it did you eat, though? I did about two-thirds of it. But that was on a day where I ate um, a 3,000-calorie McDonald's breakfast like four hours before. Yeah, <laughs> and, and he was still fasting. And he was still fasting, yeah. So he, so, had, he had the upper hand. So you did the 20K challenge. It's on your YouTube channel? Yeah, that, that one's actually just gone today. It's, it's on now. All right, so everybody who's watching, go check out Jamie's uh, 20,000 calorie challenge. Did you get – do you want to give away if you got to 20 yet, or do you want people to go watch it? Yeah, I'd like to discuss it with you because mine went down pretty much very similar to yours. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, and have you ever – before we go, Nick, have you ever done an eating challenge like that? No, but I want to. I'm afraid of feeling like shit for three days. Oh, after. You won't feel – I didn't feel like shit. Like, the next day, I got up and had breakfast. Really? Yeah, but that day – I stopped because I'm like, I think I'm going to die. Like my, my blood pressure was like through the fucking, like my face was red and my wife was like, are you okay? I'm like, I don't think I'm okay, man. I'm like, I better, I think I should stop. Yeah. So, I want to do one though. You should do a 20 K like, cause everybody could do 10, like 10 easy. Like, That's simple, yeah. like I got to 10 and oh, and Jamie, you know what I found is interesting. I did the math wrong. Okay. I think I actually got closer to 20 than I thought. Right. Because I ate four of those, um, we have a restaurant here called Swiss Chalet. It's like a rotisserie chicken place. Yep. And they make these little pot pies. And in, in my 20 calorie challenge, I ate four of those <laughs> pot pies. Right. And, I, and I did the math wrong and I calculated them as 750 when really it was only 750 per half. Oh, okay. So, so I actually good. doubled. Yeah. So I, I got, I found an extra 3,000 calories somewhere. <laughs> so, there you go. You were close. So I was closer. Yeah. But okay. Oh. Anyway, so how close did you get? What happened? Oh, man, I, I bombed because uh, I think you got further into the day and then you had that big pasta meal which wrote you off, right? Yeah, fuck me right up. Home-cooked well, meal. You can't do home-cooked meals. 100%. I did the pizza meal too. So I'm 3,000 calories deep off the breakfast and then I'm going for it. I think the total calories for the pizza was like 8,000. Yeah, yeah. For the pizza. Yeah. Um, and I went in deep on that and I, I described it on my YouTube as what you should do on these days is just put the tip in. Like, <laughs> when you go all in, you're fucked. <laughs> I went all in on the pizza. So I got to, but at the end of the pizza, I was at like seven or eight because I didn't finish it. Um, and then I couldn't eat again for another four or five hours. And yeah. Like hours. You, hit, and then, you, you hit like this wall where you need like a break. Yeah. Oh, I just, I called it off at 12, 12.30 and I called it off. I was like, like you, I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but said, you guys aren't worth it. <laughs> so let me let me ask you this though: Did you fast the day before? No, no. no See, no. this is the one thing I noticed about all these professional eaters. Did they, you fast? Man? No, I, that's the thing. I didn't, and I was even in like you know the phase like you know when you're done a show, your appetite's like through the roof for like four yeah. weeks. 
nothing in sight. Yeah, and then there's like a period where like your appetite kind of takes a dip. It fades a little bit, yeah. That's when I did it in that dip. It wasn't even oh, like my, my appetite well, appetite wasn't even like crazy. Oh, you but, fucked up. Yeah, but what I noticed is these professional eaters, they'll like they'll eat like half the amount of calories they normally eat for a few days, and then they'll actually fast for a day or two, and then they do these fucking challenges and they just devour everything in sight. Mentally I don't do that. Why? Because I just feel like I'll get small. <laughs> 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 yeah but you're gonna refill it all the next day just fast for one day and the next day you're gonna fucking blow right back up well i would rather eat regular food blow up and then just eat a little less for a day or two yeah yeah well you you use whatever strategy you want but i'd like to see you try and do it what do you what do you normally eat in a day four or five thousand calories around that yeah yeah 20 is hard man you know what happens like that home cooked meal really fucked me i think i could have like i think had i <laughs> Pasta, pasta's heavy, man. I know, and I ate a whole, I ate a whole pound of ground beef with it. That's <laughs> fucking and, and I put, and I put like four. I wanted the extra calories, so I put like four tablespoons of olive oil on top of that. <laughs> man, that. That shit just wasn't moving from your stomach for hours, was it? No, and, well, I, I, I went to, I went to the bathroom and I, I cleared out a little bit, yeah. and that, and then I passed out for like three hours, man. And then it's weird. It's weird how fast the day goes. Yeah. Because you're thinking, like, I got time. I got time. I got time. And all of a sudden, you're like, it's fucking 9 p.m. Like, I better. And I still got 10,000 calories to go. Yeah. So you want to hit cake, man. Just go to the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. All day. Oh, yes. Yeah. Where did you end up finishing, Jamie? I finished at home. And this is a question. Do you have um, fish and chip shops in Canada? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I finished off with the fish and chip shop because... I was actually doing the 20K challenge with my videographer. It's like a bit of a battle. Yeah. Uh, just to try and kill someone else off as well. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> we didn't know whether in America they had fish and chip shops because obviously chips aren't chips. Well, they're fries, but it's called fish and chips. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I finished off with fish, chips, and gravy because I thought it'd be nice and easy to eat. Well, I had pie, pie and chips and gravy. Was it easy to eat? It was, yeah. But then I got caught half asleep on the sofa, cuddling the dog. <laughs> Uh, contemplating life at about <laughs> 10 o'clock at night and saying, no, i got to go to bed. <laughs> and that was it. You, you, that was it. You tapped out. It's game over, yeah. I was like, nowhere near. So I thought, there's no point in even... I had a box of Krispy Kremes that I bought, didn't even touch them. Yeah. Um, I had a box of yogurt raisins because I was shocked. I picked up 200 grams of yogurt raisins with 1,000 calories. Okay. Okay. Um, that would have been good. I had loads of shit. I had it all planned out, but the pizza just fucked me. So if I did it again... I think I could get a lot closer. That's what I think. But I'm, I'm starting to think there's no way around it. You're going to hit that wall and you're fucked. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you eat. I think... I was fucking swallowing GDAs by the dozen. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> taking, taking insulin shots and shit. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> Your performance enhancing fucking food challenge over here. You're fucking cheating. Did he do his 20K? Who? Peon? No, he never did it. I asked him on my podcast, or if he, he did, if he did, he never tagged me because he came on my podcast the day before he was going to do it. I remember, and I said, make sure you tag me in your stories when you're doing this. And I, I never got tagged well, anything. He'll post like some of it on the stories, and I saw nothing. Yeah, I think he just tapped out. I think he tapped out. Was, I ain't doing it. <laughs> what's what's the what's the final number you got to? Did you calculate it, Jamie? Yeah, it's roughly thirteen. Yeah, I got to like 
now that I did the math right, I think I got closer to like 16 or 17. Yeah, that's good. Pretty, yeah. That's pretty good. But people, they do underestimate how hard it is because you've got yeah. this plan. I wrote down six meals, three hours apart, 3,000 calories each meal. Yeah, it's fucking easy. But that pizza did wreck me, to be fair. I don't yeah. think, I wonder if it's the food that you're eating or just the fact that, because the first 5,000 calories is a joke, right? Because most of us, yeah. most of us, well, I don't want to I don't know about Nick because Nick eats pretty clean, but. Like my cheat meals are usually four or five thousand calories. Yeah, easy. Right? Like if you eat a large pizza and like some wings and then a couple brownies, you're at five thousand calories. Yeah, yeah. back M&Ms, we're, right? we're, we're in there. But it's, but it's the second five thousand. Like once you get to ten thousand, you're like, wait a minute. It's like your body stops it. stops processing everything. Yeah. I find that I get that bloated feeling in my stomach, it just triggers my brain to say, You don't want any more food. Yeah. And it's, it's uncomfortable. And yeah. I think that's the other thing. After the show, you've still got this massive appetite, but your stomach's still quite condensed. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if we added some GHRP6, if that would help. <laughs> we'll do the, we'll do the um, 20K challenge sponsored by Milos. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, Jamie, what's going on with you, man? So, you started your off season? Yeah, man. So um, I'm three. I'm a third week into my training cycle. Um, Jordan's programmed me a new training cycle, which is, which is pretty nuts, to be fair. Um, Jordan's known for his progressive overload style. So just push, pull, legs, two sets, work set, back off. Um, I know it's, people are very familiar with it, but now he's, I think he's been talking to James. Because James obviously with Patrick. And, yeah. and there's a lot of rest, pause sets. There's a lot of contraction pauses, stretches, cluster sets. It's a mixed bag of everything. Yeah, yeah. And which makes That's it more good. But it's fucking, it's, it's, it's intense and it's, it's very good. Nick, what do you think of that? You've been doing, you do a lot of that too, don't you? I love it. Like I always, my first set's always like, I guess a progressive overload set where I, you know, I try to beat my numbers. But then usually on the back row set, usually I do a rest pause or some type of cluster set. But wait a minute. So when you set up your workout, because I, I did a whiteboard video recently where I was trying to show people how I set up my workout the progression of it. So my first exercise is usually straight sets or pyramid sets, like pyramid sets. Like I'm not trying to do the progressive overload thing on my first exercise. Like if I'm, if I go and say to do legs, I'll go, I'll go to like leg extensions. I'm not doing like progressive. It's more of like a pyramid set style, right? Yeah. 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 Jamie, you're like that too. Yeah. Yeah. So my compounds will be for legs anyway, but the first exercise, not your compound, like your very first exercise is more, I always do yeah. like pyramid leading, style leading into the, um, the compounds further in the workout, like third or fourth. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get into your second exercise, like for me, my compounds start like exercise number two. Okay. Yeah. And that's when I get into like the progressive overload, more JP style training where like I'll save everything yeah. for the last. Yeah. So you guys are on board like that way too, right? Yeah. yeah. What I started, what I started doing now is my third exercise. I add in something like Patrick would do which is yeah. more of like a rest pause, like do a set, wait 25 seconds, do another set, wait 25 seconds, blah, 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 for like five or six rest pauses. Yeah. <clears throat> so is that, are you guys doing that kind of thing too, Nick, or no, you're not doing that? Yeah, I do that. Yeah. That's what I do. It's so, usually like, I'll do the first exercise as a pyramid. Yeah. And then the second, I usually do uh, my progressive overload and then a back off. And then my third... I'll do a, um, my top set, and then my back off set will be a rest pause, 
and then my fourth, which is usually my last, I'll do another top set, and then a cluster set after that. And that's usually how I finish. You're big on the back offs, eh? Uh, yeah, I feel like they play a, a good role. What about you, Jamie? Do you, do you do back off sets? Yeah, and, and for me, I think they play a role in terms of um, having that, I call it training fitness. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, in the off season, we don't want to stick to just six to eights or tens. I'm pushing them back off to like 15 plus. Okay. Just to keep that um, ticker a little bit healthy as well. So are you, but that's not why you do it, Nick, is it? Is it for your health or you feel like you're getting, just saturating the muscle more? I feel like I'm saturating more. I get yeah. a bigger pump out of it. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes when I go do the, uh, my top set, toward the end of the set, sometimes I just don't feel like I'm contracting the muscle anymore. Yeah. So I feel like the back offset plays a better role in doing that. So, so just so, just for example, so people understand what we're talking about, your top set on, say, because you don't squat, you hack squat. So your top set on a hack squat might be like six, seven plates, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's say you do seven plates on a hack squat. You're going to knock out six to eight reps? I, I like to stay in the eight to ten. Okay, so you say eight to ten. But like you said, it's so heavy. It's, it's like I'm what, failing. Yeah. Seven. Like once you get to seven, you're not feeling anything for eight, nine, ten. You're just kind of. But like, I just feel like I'm starting to just push weight at that point. Yeah, yeah. So your back offset is intended, intended more for you want to get that contraction for like a good 15 yeah. reps. Because, I mean, I don't know how you are, but when I go that heavy, I don't yeah. really get drastic pump. Yeah. yeah. Versus the back off when my legs would explode like crazy. Yeah, I think there's something to that. Because I think when you go a little bit lighter, you can focus more on actually contracting the muscle and not just getting from A to B. Yeah. That's why I do a heavy and then a back off. I feel like they both play a role in strength and size as well. But I think you need the... I think you need the one, even though you might not be able to feel the heavy, heaviest set as much, you need it. You need it for growth. I agree. Yeah. I think the heavy stuff, if anything, it, it gets that CNS working so we can manage that lower weight better. Well, yeah. it's all relative, right? If you can squat, if you can hack squat seven plates, that means your back offset is like what, five plates? Yeah, I usually, do about, I usually take like two plates off. Okay, so let's seven. say... Now your back offset is five plates, whereas if you didn't do that seven, you wouldn't have built up enough strength to do a back offset at five. Your back right. off would be three. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's important to build the strength so that your back offsets can be heavier. Exactly. So, hmm, interesting. That, so, that alone will give you growth in itself. What's that? That alone will give you even more growth because yeah. even your back is still like fucking heavy Yeah. and you're doing a large amount of reps. And, and since I do a very slow eccentric rep i'm breaking the muscle down like really bad which yeah. is a lot of tension which is just going to give me more growth anyway yeah i do i've been doing a lot of the cluster set stuff and a lot of the rest pause stuff uh, i like it, it. yeah i've been doing a lot of that and um because patrick gave me kind of a template about what he does so i've kind of been throwing it in here and there in different workouts yeah. but i don't generally do the back off sets ever no no, I usually do like a top set, but my top set usually, not usually, but could include a drop set. I might do okay. that, but I don't actually just stop. Well, if you do it like that, then that's fine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it would help me to add some back offsets. I've never done that. Like I think my, it would. My whole career, I've never done that. Because even back in the day, like I used to do pyramid sets. And once I would get, get to the top set, like if I was bench pressing, if I got to 405, that would be it. I'd move on to the next exercise. 
Yeah. I wouldn't go back to like 315 or something, or 225 to knock out some, to just to saturate the muscle more. Try it out. So, yeah, yeah. So, Jamie, what's going on next? What are you, what are you gunning for next year? Yeah. So I'm obviously waiting for the calendar to come out, like many people. I think that comes out in like December time, maybe January. Yeah. Um, but I want to try and target the later shows, obviously pre-qualify for 2021, just yeah. to give myself as much time as possible in the off-season to just grow um, that extra bit more that I think will take me from a first call-out guy that's finishing fourth to sixth to a guy that's finishing third and above and, and maybe challenging for winning a show. So you want to qualify for 2022, you mean? Yes. So you're, th- you're thinking like do a show in like October, November or something like that, qualify for the year after? No, 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 no. No, I want to qualify for next year. So oh, I want okay. to pre-qualifying show for next year's Olympia. Okay, so you're... But you're July time. Oh, okay, so summertime. Okay. What about you, Nick? What do you think? What are you guys thinking? Um, if everything is, you know, as it should be and COVID's not in the way, um, we're going to do New York Pro. Nice. That's a big show. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. What about, is there a specific show you always want to do, Jamie, or you just want to, you're thinking more timeline? My, my plan before all this crap kicked off was um, to do California, which was May. Yeah. Uh, that would have been May this year, um, around the same time as the British. And, and that's a show for a number of reasons, not just because it's a nice place, but the show lends itself, I'm told, um, the judging criteria anyway, lends itself to a more aesthetic physique. Okay. Um, and, I, and you can see that from the previous show winners like Patrick Moore. Yeah. Nathan went there a little bit more streamlined for, for his look compared to the same year he did the New York Pro, uh, bigger and fuller. Mm. He actually manipulated his physique to go in more streamlined for that show purposely because the past winners had been that look. Okay, wait a minute. But do you, do you put yourself in that category? Um, I don't put myself in as a streamlined look, you know, but at the same time, when somebody says mass monster, I think <laughs> of somebody with just almost like too much muscle. Um, you know you're a giant, right? Yeah. <laughs> you're, not, you're not Patrick Moore. You're a fucking animal. Like, you're huge. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, look, I know what you mean. Your proportions, yeah. are, your proportions are very nice. Like, yeah. your phys- physique is very well put together. Yeah. But I think there's another category other than, like, Patrick Moore and then Mass Monster. There's, like, an – like, Nick is a Mass Monster, right? Yeah. Patrick Moore is like a aesthetically pleasing. Yep. I think there's an in between. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think that's, that's where that's where that's, you that's where you fall, right? You fall, you fall. I think you fall in. The, and this is just my opinion, for whatever it's worth. Yeah. I feel like you fall in the middle somewhere, but especially now that you're trying to grow. Yeah. I mean, you were 295 on stage last year. If you step on stage at 310, mm-hmm. you might be considered a mass monster. Like people are going to be like, "This guy's <laughs> fucking enormous," right? So. Yeah. And, and that's what I want. You know, I do want that, um, that title, I guess. But at the same time, I want to be known as that guy with the shape to go with it. Good proportions. Yeah. 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 That makes sense. Um, I just realized something. You guys both had your pro debut and you both took fourth in your pro debut. Yeah. Well, not your pro debut. That was your second show, uh, <laughs> Jamie. Sorry. But you both ended up with a fourth in your first year. So, yeah. Nick, I've already asked you, Jamie, how does it feel to be able to crack the top five in your first year? You know, coming out. You know, I was I spoke to James a lot, and uh, James said that it's something that you should really sit down and think about and be very proud of because mm. it 
is a hard nut to crack. I think he did it in his second or third year of competing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it is a massive thing. And, and I take a lot of positives away from the year that I've had. Um, I think that, and Nick would probably agree with this, if we'd have competed for longer, if it was like maybe our fifth show in, the results may have been different because we might have been swapped around more or whatever. But I'm dead happy with the result. And I think yeah. that one thing for me that I needed to get out of the way was the height factor. So the judges yeah. have now seen me. They know I'm tall. They know what to expect. So I think now they can judge me with um, like an unjaded set of eyes. Like a more familiar look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they kind of know what's coming. So now they can judge my physique, not just how tall I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, listen, I, the, other, the reason I wanted to have you guys on is I still have a whole bunch of questions from my bodybuilding and bollocks posts. So we're going to cover a few of these questions. Are you guys cool with that? Yeah, yeah let's do it. it. All right. Let's get them done. So people ask questions every week and every week we only end up answering like three of them. I know. <laughs> and there's like 500 have like five questions. <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to work through these questions to make people feel like we're actually answering their questions. So I'm doing podcasts every fucking day. All right. This is a good one. How do you combat lower back pumps when you're on a cycle? The lower, the, the dreaded lower back pump that everybody gets or they can't fucking move. You guys have any answers for that? No. Suck it up and work through it. <laughs> yeah. I found that I get them when I wear a belt tight. So I okay. need to take my belt off to like relieve some pressure. Um, but is, is yours, okay, uh, that generally that statement comes from taking Anadrol or D-Ball. I know. I know if we were going to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, of course we're going to talk about that. Well, we don't have to if you guys want to. Don't want to, but. Uh, is that something that you guys are familiar with for that reason or a different reason? Um, I'm, I'm in my rebound cycle at the minute. Debo's in the mix. Um, and I have, I've got away with low back pumps in the main, but there's one exercise that kills me. And that's um, a chest-supported lat pull-down. So I'm facing into the uh, machine. Yeah. Dual cable, but I'm pulling down like this. And yeah. why it gets me is because I'm arching my lower back, pushing my chest up. Yeah, yeah. So that constant arch is just filling up my lower back. Yeah. So I guess there's exercise that you can just probably avoid to negate that issue. Yeah. When I get to that, I have to take. I can't deadlift anymore. Rack dead. I have to. I have to nip that in the butt for a little while. So when you get lower back pumps, Nick, what do you do? You just nothing. You just leave the gym. No, I'll just not do those certain exercises. Yeah. But what do you do to deal with the pain? Oh, I'm, I'm laying on the floor for a good 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like yesterday, it actually happened for the first time, and I was like, oh, shit, there it is. <laughs> All right, so it. so we don't have an answer for this person. You just have to fucking deal with it. Okay. Right, here's one for you. Try taking 500 mil um, of coconut water before you train. You think just the electrolytes would help? Yeah, a bit of hydration. A bit of hydration, yeah. Okay. Uh, fight Ronnie Coleman in a boxing match or fight Ronnie Coleman in an octagon? I mean, it sounds like a lose-lose to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, now, I think I'd have a better chance at a boxing match. Really? No, I'm going octagon. I'm kicking that fucker right in the face. If he gets a hold of you, you're <laughs> fucked. I'm running circles around this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. We're not talking Ronnie Coleman like now. We're talking Ronnie Coleman when he was like in his prime. So he can, well, run, he can run too. 
I don't know about it. Remember, he, remember he played football. He's athletic. So you got to think, yeah. if, you're in, if you're in an octagon, that means it's MMA rules, which means he can grab you and throw you on the ground and get on top All of right. you, punch you in the Real face. Box. I'm going boxing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going boxing. I just feel like boxing, you might stand a chance of, like, eluding some punches. Yeah. You have to be ready to dip every single shot he throws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Jamie? You're taller. What do you think? You fucking just – you could pick them apart from, like – yeah, I'm going octagon, so I'm going leg kicks for the knee. But you're, <laughs> you're but you're six six. If you box, you literally just like jab him from like five feet away. Yeah, well, I fancy taking him out from the knees, and then once he's on the floor, <laughs> I'll grind him. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, um, we're gonna skip that one because I don't think it. Do you read, Jamie? Do you read? No, I'm more of a listener. Yeah, I'm a listener as well. So we're good. Nick, you don't read, do you? Hell no. Yeah, I didn't think so. We already, I think I asked you that before. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> all right, this is a good one. Who do you have in the top six to ten spots at the Olympia? So we all know, like, who's generally in the top one through six. Who do you guys think is going to be, like, six through ten? Mm. I, put, I, I put Ian in that category. Yeah. Um, um, Nathan. Nathan's not doing it. I thought he was doing it. I thought he was getting ready for it. So he was on the uh, X list or whatever. All right, I don't have the li- okay. I don't have the list in front of me. Let's just we'll keep guessing then. So Nathan's not doing it. So so far I got Ian. Um, who else is qualified? Do we have Do we have a list anywhere? Where would you put Hunter? Because I think Hunter's uh, looking. Hunter in the top. Hunter's in the six through ten spot, I think. I got Hunter in the top ten. Yeah, yeah, but where? But not in the top six. Do you put him in the? T- well, we should say top five because we're saying six through ten. And one through five. So, do you put Hunter in the top five? No, he's six through ten. Okay, and then Ian six through ten. I would actually, if Ian comes in on point, I could have Ian anywhere from six to seven. Six and seven. Yeah, not, but not in the top five. I don't know. Okay, so I think he's a strong, it looks like a strong top five. Looking at the the list. Um, oh, you got the list in front of you. Can you read the names? Yes, one by got- one by one. Brandon Curry. Okay, we're going to say, obviously, first or second. Yep. Uh, Bonac. Top five. I'm, saying th- I'm, so- I'm going to say Bonac's going to be fourth. Fourth? Yeah. Howdy. Are we picking any random top five? Or are we picking where we think they're going to actually go? I'm, I'm going to try and place them. I'm going to try and place them. Then I'm going Brandon Curry number one. Okay, Brandon Curry number one. Phil Heath number two. Rami number three. Nah, yeah. Rami's going to set everyone again. He's going to be like eighth. Rami number th- I'm saying Rami number three. Oh. <laughs> Rami number three. Bonac number four. Okay, who okay. else we got? We got Hadi Chupan. Oh, fuck. I, maybe Hadi could beat Bonac. I got Hadi third. You got Hadi in third? If he comes in even better than we did last year, I should. Yep. You think Hadi can beat Rami? Yep. I think Rami's going to fucking blow people's minds this year. And you know what? I hope he does. It would be nice to see. I'm basing it off past shows. I don't – I'm going to have Heidi in front of him. I'm going to keep picking Rami until he wins. Then I'm going to be the guy that knew it all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I do it all along. No, okay, so how, – how about, how about Roly? Okay, yeah. Roly, I got – fuck, that's a tough top five, Rolly's man, because – Very tough. You got Dexter as well. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's go back. So, fuck, let's just go with the list. We'll go by – we'll go – let me – I got to write these down. <laughs> No, I got to write these down because we're going to get it right. Okay, so start from the top. Right, so we've got Phil and Curry. So 
one Curry. I'm actually I don't want to bet against Brandon. Okay, one Curry, two uh, Phil, three. I'm going to say Rami. Okay. Four. I think four. You've got Bonac, Bonac or Hadi. I'm going to put Hadi in four. I'm going to put. And Bonac. then you've got a group of Bonac, Dexter, or Rowley for me. I'm going to put Bonac in fifth. I'm going to put Dexter in sixth. I can I'm going see to, that. I'm going to put uh, Rowley in seventh. Yeah. I'm going to put who's okay. Who else? Name another name. So you got so Hunter. Wait. So who's that, Jamie? Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. Okay. Well, Hunter already beat Ian, but Ian's going to come back better. Yeah. That's a tough one. Who beats who beats who? Oh. Ian or Hunter? Beats who though. Nick, do you think Hunter beats Ian or does Ian beat Hunter? <sighs> Damn. <laughs> do you know what's difficult? Nick's probably thinking the same. I, I like both people, so I don't want them to watch it. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I'll put the video up and block Ian and and Hunter from watching it. Yeah. But, no, I know what you're if, saying. Because if you say Hunter, so if, I had, if I had to base it off the pictures that I'm seeing right now from both, yeah, I'm picking Hunter. I kind of feel that way too. I feel like, is it weird? I feel like Hunter's gotten better since. He has. Then. Yeah, like, like, like dramatically better. Like his legs yeah. are fucking crazy right now. Yes. The photos you pulled the other day were just like the emoji with the head blown out. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's cool like and round. It's crazy. He's getting better and better and better. His waist is still staying the same size. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I'm going to go uh, Hunter, eight. Ian, nine. Quite a few people. Um, who, else, who else did we miss? Well, one row. One. One, I'm going to put ten. Antoine? Listen, I have a reason for one being ten before anybody freaks out. Yeah. <laughs> it's really hard to fucking focus on business and bodybuilding. And Juan, is, Juan has got a crazy business that he's been focused on all year. I don't know if that means he can put it all together and kill people at the Olympia, but yeah. if I had to guess, I don't, I don't think you can take so much time off and focus on business and then be the same bodybuilder. So I agree I, with that. I could be wrong. I, could, I hope I'm wrong. I'm just saying that's why I put him in 10th. And just for the record, Fuad, I agree with your whole balance situation. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? That argument? I watched the whole thing. I was dying the whole time. I, I feel like it's common sense. hundred percent, my friend. Isn't it common sense? Like you can't, Jamie. Did you hear the argument? I didn't hear that one. I heard the one about the uh, first tier and second tier, which uh, like, it's worth coming. Like I do, but at the same. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to know what Jamie thinks about the first tier, second tier thing. Well, for me, top ten. Olympia for me would be first tier. Did you hear? Did you hear the top tier argument, Nick? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, so my argument was top tier is one through six, right? Tier two is seven through fifteen, okay, and then tier three is everybody else. Because the way I see it is top tier is the guys who can win any show they enter, and then second tier is the guys who are usually first through third or first and second at all the small shows. Yeah. Uh, third tier is the guys who are like third through fifth. Yeah. I agree. Right. Or, or, yeah, like in there, right? So I think – but that's weird to say, though, because you guys both took fourth, and I wouldn't consider you third tier. That's because I'm – I think well, I've, I've got a lot to prove before I make it into the 
So you guys don't think your placings count in this whole ranking system because you're still fresh, which makes sense. Yeah. Like I'm still new. So yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't put myself in a category yet. I, I guess that's true. So is my, is, my, is my thing too harsh? No, I think it's reasonable, but there, you know, there has to be um, exceptions. Because we're because re- we're rehashing an old argument, so I know people watching are probably annoyed. But you guys brought it up, not me. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, no, I, I think new 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 timers like me and him, we can't necessarily place where we are yet because we're too new. Okay, but let's take you guys aside. Let's take in in general without the exceptions. Okay, Jamie, you think top tier is one through ten. Yeah, looking at that list as well, there's 10 people there that could walk into any show and wick, which is... No, I don't, I don't see that. See, this is what I see. Yeah. I think the top tier when I get do the Olympia and qualify for the following year and don't have to do another show. When I look at the list you just read to me, uh, Jamie, and, and for, before anybody gets mad at me, I considered myself second tier when I was bodybuilding, okay? So this, let's get that on the record. When I, when I look at this list, I see the first six or seven that I named... And then the other two are separate. Like, I don't think Hunter and Ian are at the spot yet where you can name them in the same category with a hottie, a Roly, a Rami, no. right? And that's, yeah. not, that's not an insult. It's just time. Like, they're going to get there. It's just a matter of time, right? Yeah. So that's why I have my thing the way it is. Anyway, but everybody's going to have their own ranking system. That's just mine. So, um, but the balance yeah. argument, did you hear the balance argument, Jamie? No, what was it? It was a 35-minute argument that got really loud. <laughs> like we were shouting at each other. They were all yelling at, they were all yelling at me. I, it was me against three. It was Ian, Cedric, and Ben were all telling me I was wrong. And I was like, fuck you guys. You guys are wrong. <laughs> I said, an outtake from it, to be fair. My, uh, my, well, I'll just give you a quick synopsis. My argument was that you cannot be the greatest at anything and anything, no matter what genre in life you choose, and have balance in your life. Inevitably, you will be focused solely on that one thing, and everything in your life will have to fit into that box. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, uh, look, like I had a girlfriend that my, I found a wife that was cool with me being a bodybuilder. Yeah. But I let go of a whole bunch of girls before that that weren't me, cool with me being a bodybuilder. Yeah. So it's like that focus has to be everything is bodybuilding, including the people, the jobs, everything you do in your life is focused on that one goal. Yeah, 100%. I think everything else is a casualty of your obsession. Right. It's, that, so it's, not like a, it's, it's not an extreme thing to say, is it? Like it seems pretty... No. no. That, well, I feel like as a bodybuilder, whoever's in your life, whether it's a girlfriend, not, maybe not family, but like friends, things like that, they have to be okay with being second in your life. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll be honest with you. I said to my wife that um, for the next five years, what I do has to come first. Because <laughs> <Yeah>. if, <laughs> I, I love that. I love that, man. No, because I did the same shit. <laughs> as quickly as, as it is for me to be the best person to traject myself as quickly as possible in this short time frame that I have, mm-hmm. if I can then retire at forty, yeah, with the in a great position, yeah, we've got plenty of time to be first that's right that's right that's right i agree with that all right so before you guys freak out i didn't bring it up nick brought it up so don't (laughs) don't don't blame me for bringing it up um okay so let's go back to the list so we had Juan. who was after Juan? you still have the list up jamie he's antoine yeah 
I do not have Antoine in top ten. You think Antoine could beat Juan? Um, he beat Max Charles. I mean, that's big. What about, um, what about Justin Rodriguez versus Juan? Uh, Justin Rodriguez, too. That's tough. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah. Or I like, honestly, if I be honest, I Wait, who, like, who, else, who else do you see, Jamie? You got Akeem and Max. Akeem. Akeem and Max. Okay, Max, I hate to say this. Please don't be mad at me. I have, a, I have Max probably last. Yeah. Well, because think about it. Everybody on the list has beaten him. Well, I you've thought I Lucas, could. You've got Lucas. You've got um, Lee Chul from Korea. And then Lucas. you've got – And I think yeah. that, that, uh, that's – Oh, okay. Well, maybe, maybe he's not last. I apologize. I was just going by the people that you named first. So, I think Justin is ahead of Max because he beat him already. Do you think Justin could be in top ten? I think Justin might be able to beat Juan. So do I. I, I have Justin before Juan. Yeah. I think Justin's going to look really, really good this year. So, if I have Justin in 10, that puts Juan in 11 – and then Akeem, can Akeem beat Juan? Yes, I think he can. That's a tough one. See, Akeem's problem is, which it's getting better after seeing him in Chicago, I don't think conditioning is a problem for Akeem. I think his skin's just really thick. So yeah. it seems not in condition. Well, I think he, it, he is. I think his skin's really dark, too. And it's like hard, it's hard, it's hard to see the, the lines. Yes. Like his definition. In the right light, his striations and his definition is amazing. Like he, he looked pretty freaky at Chicago. I wonder, but I wonder if that's a, uh, I wonder if that's because of like the live stream. I wonder if like when the judges are sitting there, they can see everything they need to see. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so that's that leaves us kind of screwed with the other ones. So are we still going to put? So the questions was the question was for six through ten. So we're saying, well, I'm saying, I you guys, I don't know if you guys agree, but I said Dexter six. Okay. Roley seven. Hunter eight. Ian nine. And Rodriguez ten. Yeah, I think that's it's definitely a, a close bet if that could go. At the same time, the last eight people could be flipped anyway, couldn't they? They could all be fucking flipped. I, it's really it's actually a really good show. Yeah. I do feel like Akeem could crack the top ten. Well, this is the thing. When I look at um Justin, Ian, Hunter, Akeem. One. If anyone's off, anyone can slip right in. Yeah, I feel like all five of those guys could be like flipped in any which way. What do you get? We got Regan. Yeah. Did Regan Regan qualify for next year, though, didn't he? And he qualified for this one off points. Yeah. Is he doing it? He said he is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Regan beats Justin. I don't either. But we still have Antoine, too. Fuck, man. That's really tough, you know. That's really tough because Antoine, Antoine can be very, very, very impressive. He can, but I think he'll, he'll be smaller than everyone else. I don't think so, man. When he was in California, he he looked he beat Max like he looked good. Like it wasn't yeah. it wasn't it wasn't close. Like he was definitely the the winner. Who else was in that show? I don't remember. I remember him and Max being prime the primarily the two. Yeah. Not to disparage anybody else, but I, I didn't actually get because there wasn't well, there wasn't a lot of video of that show or a live stream or anything, so I didn't get to really watch it. Yeah, the line was pretty shit, wasn't it? I, I, yeah, I don't know, but um, we forgot Regan. Yeah, Regan and Antoine fit right in here. Like, do, are Regan and Antoine are Regan and Antoine on the same I level? Would beat Juan. Wait a minute, are Regan and Antoine on the same level? Uh, I, I think Antoine. 
I feel uh, like I, I feel like Antoine's figured out his physique. What do you think, Jamie? What do you think? Sorry to interrupt you. Yeah, I think Antoine might be a little bit bigger. I think for, for Regan's sake, if he he needs to come in really hard and dry, which I don't think. You know what I found? I, I found a problem with Regan is every time he shoots he has a for, hard. Well, that's the thing. Every time he shoots for conditioning, he looks a little flat and it doesn't get the hardness. And every time he shoots for size and fullness, he's a little soft and he doesn't get the hardness. So either way he plays the game, he's not getting that like really dry, hard look. Yeah. But why do you think that is? I, I don't know if it's because it's like he's still young. I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. How, how old is Regan? I think he's in his late 20s. I think he's in his late 20s. 27? I'm he is older than me, right? No, no, no. I know. And Ian, Ian said the same thing because Ian's like been shredded since he was like 22. But I think everybody develops at a different rate, right? So I think maybe Regan just needs more time. He just needs a couple more years. Yeah. Yeah, I think because they've tried everything. Like, he's been really, really, like, depleted, and he still doesn't get that really, really grainy look. Yeah. And he's been really full, and he still doesn't – you know what I mean? So, they just – I don't think they've really – either they haven't really figured out his body 100%, or I, I think it's more of an age it's thing. Than time. Yeah, yeah, it's time, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so if we establish that, that that puts Antoine ahead, then, then do we say, is Antoine on the same level as Ian? That goes off shape now because I think Ian's bigger than Antoine, but I think Antoine has a better look than Ian does. I'd like to see them stand next to each other after New York because Ian didn't get – Antoine was ninth in New York and didn't get a chance to stand next to Ian. And then what, a week later he wins. But a week later he won, and Max was fourth in New York. So if if you do the bodybuilding math, that means Antoine could have been in the top three. Absolutely. So I would have. I'd really like to see Antoine standing next to next to Ian at in and Justin in at the Olympia. I think Justin is going to shock a lot of people. I do. You think so? I think yeah. he's going to get knocked down for his leg size because that's why he lost to Ian and that's why he lost uh, at Chicago. But I don't. I honestly don't think his legs are that much smaller than. No, 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 Ian. no, no, no. But it's not. I had the same problem Justin does. Justin's shoulders are so wide. That's true. That it makes his legs feel smaller. They're not small, but they, it just doesn't match okay. up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, when he lost in Chicago and he lost to Ian, the main knock was his lower body was smaller. Make decent improvements from, from that Chicago to the Olympia? I don't think he's going to come back with like new legs. Not after a few weeks. But like just better. I don't. I, I think it's structurally he needs time to build more muscle onto his legs. Yeah. So I don't think if they're in the same condition, I think Ian will beat him again. Ian beat him in New York, right? Yeah. Because just yeah, primarily because of the legs. See, so I, I think close. I do. You what? I think it'll be close between. Well, it, it was close in New York. I think Ian only won by. I'm not positive. Don't. No, I shouldn't say that. I think he won with straight firsts. I was going to say he, he was close, but it wasn't. I think he won with straight firsts. Justin came back at the night show a lot better, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Well, okay. Well, let's see. Anyway, that's, it's, a tough, it's tough to say. The 6 through 10 is, 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 a, is a tough call. You know, it's a, you know it's a fucking tough show when you have Dexter in sixth? Hell yeah. Yeah. I think past seventh, if you've got Rowley in seventh, past there, it's just like an open field. It is. Yeah. 
But even but, but even if you look at the top six or seven that we mentioned, there team could be in there. Yeah, but Nick and, and Jamie, even the top seven that we mentioned, those guys are kind of the same. All of them could switch places if they're a little oh, bit off. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Right. So you kind of have two groups. It's almost like you have a first tier and a second tier. That <laughs> <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway let's move on i'll get, get to another question sorry guys okay um is there a fix for arms and hands going to sleep at night i wake up 30 times a night having to squeeze my hand then it's hard to go back to sleep do you guys ever have that where your arm falls asleep when you're in bed no no, no. i usually when that happens it's because somebody's sleeping on their arm like if you sleep like on your arm like it'll, it'll you can lose it'll go numb on you i usually fall asleep on my back so yeah, if you guys, um, when you get really lean, like say two weeks out from a show, yeah, when you sit on the toilet and have a shit, do you get like dead legs? Pins oh, yes, yeah, yeah. As I get fucking in off season, like you can sit on the toilet for as long as you want, nothing. No, that's not true. I've no? tried it, I've tried it. No, man, if you're on Instagram long enough, your legs will go numb. Okay. Yep, yeah. You just get a longer time span in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I remember it. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I got to tell you a fucking really sad story. I was on my phone for so long. My fucking left leg went like dead. It was fucking, the whole thing was numb. Okay. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to stand up. And I kind of mentally prepared myself. I'm like, when I stand up, stand up and put all your weight on your right leg. Yeah. Because your left leg is fucking dead. so i stand up and i fucking fell on my ass like i fell right back i'm like that i wobbled a little bit i couldn't catch myself and i fell back onto the fucking toilet yeah and i'm like oh this is a sad sad sight like i my my wife comes knocking on the door are you okay and i'm like i'm fine i just have to get back up so (laughs) so anyway i've been there don't you've you haven't fallen though no i've never fallen but i've stumbled yeah, he stumbled when your leg when your leg goes dead, man. You can't catch yourself. It's like it's gone through my head a few times. Well. It's actually quite dangerous, you know. You've got I'm standing up, I've got 300 pounds, and I can't feel my legs. Yeah, that's not my, safe. My knees could go, my ankles, whatever. <laughs> um, did you find it easier or harder to live by yourself when you're bodybuilding? In the last six weeks of prep, yeah, yeah. Unless I can find the right training partner, then I like to live by myself. I think in the off season, it's easier to have somebody to be with because then you don't feel like you need to go out all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you're dieting, it's better to be alone. Yeah. 100%. Because you just don't want to. That the only person I don't mind training with, the prep, non prep, is, is Matt. No, I mean like relationships, like a girlfriend. Oh, I think this guy's talking about like, girl, like training with my girlfriend. No, 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 not training. It says live. So I think you're talking about living with a girlfriend. Yeah, I think oh, yeah. That's, I think that's what he's alluding to. So what I'm saying is like in the off season, it's better to be living with a chick because you're like you don't have to go out on the weekends. You have some kind of something to do and someone to keep you company. So you stay focused on your diet. Oh yeah, I agree with that. And then when you're dieting, you're like, you don't want to. I always feel guilty because I don't pay them no attention. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So I'm like, if I'm by myself, then I don't have to feel guilty. <laughs> yeah, well, I've already said we're going to get a new house at the beginning of next year. She's yeah. already said 
we need to find a house with a separate house on the side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have a fucking big enough garden where we can build a big shed. Yeah. So six weeks out, I'm gone. <laughs> oh, she's going to move out. That's even better. I thought she was going to kick you out. She can move out or I can move out, but we're not living together. <laughs> well, you can, you can do what I do. If you buy a house that has a, a big basement, I got all my shit in the basement. Like, yeah. I have my own kitchen down here, my own, like, everything. So I don't, like, I don't, if we don't have to see each other, she just goes upstairs. It's a must. That's fair this, yeah. is a, this is linked into this question. It's made me think about it. Huh. Why was it during the lockdowns this year when we've had access to private gyms? Can you now train around other people? Do you struggle? Like, did you like it so much by yourself that it now you feel it has to be like that? Um, I did at first. Yeah. Because they were locked down and then they opened. And then now they're kind of starting to lock down again. But when they, when they locked down, I was like in heaven because I had a key to a gym and I was trained by myself. And then a the gym opened and I was like, it just took me a couple of weeks to adjust. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, Nick, you, same thing? I did, yeah. I don't know, though. I kind of like, I don't know about you guys. I kind of like the energy of a good gym. Yeah. If it's the right crowd, it doesn't yeah. bother. Yeah. Like, I like when there's other people in the gym training hard and shit. Kind of like, I feed off that energy a bit. Yeah. yeah the, the problem I had, because I own the gym, you get the same people asking you the same questions about prep, about your diet, about competition. Oh, you, you own the gym? Yeah, so... So you're there every day. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm not there every day, so I don't work there. Yeah. But every time I obviously go and train, I see the same people. Yeah. And I just think towards prep, the, the lower body fat gets, the more stressed out you get. It just gets harder to be nice to people. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just easier to be by myself. Ain't yeah. that the Well, because all, they, they all want to talk to you, and they, it's not their fault. They don't know what to say. Yeah. So they're like, how's your prep yeah. going? And you're like, you've already answered that question 16 times that day yeah. and, every, and every other day. So, or, or the, you know, how do you feel? Yeah. You're like, I yeah. feel like shit. Or, Don't ask me that. I feel like... Or I bought you some biscuits. No, I can't have them on a diet. What, you can't have one? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, I'll take this one really quick. Fuad, do you plan on getting another dog? Uh, no, I don't at the moment. It might be a couple years before we get another dog. Yeah. Uh, if you guys didn't know our dog passed away, that sucks. Yeah. But yeah, we're not just gonna. I kind of find it weird when people like have a dog that passes away, they just get another one like, yeah, like, like a week later. They replace. Like it can't be replaced. It seems kind of strange to me. Yeah. Uh, but in, in, even though in saying that, it's weird. The house is really quiet. Like you don't realize like the yeah. dog is like part of the family. It's weird. The house That's is all perfect. of a sudden like very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um, how can we never see onions in any bodybuilder's full day of eating? Do you guys eat onions? I eat onions all the time. Do you really? I love onions. Onions and peppers. What about you, Jamie? Nah. I think they make me fart. <laughs> and I don't need anything <laughs> that makes me fart more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... Uh, I don't... There's two reasons. I don't want to stink up my house so I don't cook onions. And I don't want to stink when I go to the gym. So I don't eat onions. It's just like pretty simple. I don't know. Um, what are your guys' top five supplement ingredients? We'll pass on that one. Just take – well, I shouldn't just – we all have different supplement companies we promote, so I won't, I won't, <laughs> tell, them, I won't tell them to go to Hostile.com and buy all of our, all of our products. 
Um, <laughs> after the podcast with Carnivore MD, would you say what would you say your ideal bodybuilder meal consists of? Do you guys know the Carnivore diet? That's what you just. I didn't hear the podcast, to be fair, about the testicles, and I was like, yeah, this guy's getting excited about eating testicles. I'm not sure if this is the right podcast. <laughs> so that's, that's how far you made it into this podcast? You turned it off? I listened to a bit, to be fair. I listened to about an hour and a half. I, I usually tune in when I'm driving somewhere. Yeah. Um, and I'll come back to it. <laughs> so I found what he, what he said quite interesting, to be fair. It's weird, because I've talked to people that say he was kind of lying, because... Yeah. Yeah, because the carnivore diet apparently is no carbs. I, I was going to say, I thought it was just yeah. strict, strictly meat. That's it. Well, meat yeah. and animal organs and stuff like that, like kidney, well, liver, like whatever, right? Carbs and shit like that. Just. But when he was on the podcast, he was saying I could have fruit and I could have rice and I could have – and I'm like, well, this doesn't sound fucking hard at all. This is like a bodybuilder's diet. Pretty much. Just eat but, meat all day. No, but you have like – he said I could have rice and everything. And I'm like, this is just yeah. like – I'm already eating this diet. So – but then people started messaging me after going, that's not the carnivore diet. The carnivore diet has no carbs in it. That's what I thought. Yeah, so I don't know. Would you guys ever do anything like that? I might try some different diets after bodybuilding, but... Probably. Eating stuff, I would try different things. Yeah, but probably not just a just all-meat diet, would you? No. I'd, okay. I'd probably eat the same foods, but try something like fasting. Um, yeah. Intimate yeah. fast like yeah. yeah. Lower protein and, and things that people are doing at the minute. Just a way to eat less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, oh, this is interesting. James versus Hunter versus Ian at the Olympia. Who wins? Let's assume James is going. Does that change I'd everything? Pick. Does that change everything? I'm picking James. I love James. Like, James is my boy from the UK, but <clears throat> just going off pictures, because I do think it's very hard to um, give and answer until you see them next to each other. I have to choose Hunter, uh, just because I think Hunter's ridiculous and in some ways cleaner than James. Like, the lines are cleaner. I agree the lines are cleaner, but I think the density that James carries and the conditioning, I think it would carry him. I actually have James beating them both. Yeah. And that list that we made, he would definitely be seventh or eighth. Like he might even be able to beat Roly. It's very close, you know. Yeah. Um, seeing James in person this year as well, the the density was the the standout thing that had him win yeah. those shows for sure. Yeah. Well, I think that it's also like the conditioning, and I mean, Ian has it. Yeah. It's weird. Ian has that same density, but I feel like James has less gaps in his physique. It does. Yeah. What do you sense? think about this, guys? I, I noticed this year, and I know with people like James and Ian, it's more so apparent because they're so pale and they need more tan. But even I'm noticing that when you put the tan on, it softens out your physique. It can. It depends on the tan. Agree with that. I think I like any way around that. I think I remember when I used to use Jantana, it would be almost blurring, like the lines would blur a little bit because it's so thick. Horrible. But I remember. I hate- yeah, but I think Protan is thinner. Mm. What did you use, Nick? Liquid Sunrays. Yeah, I've used them, yeah. them to before, too. That's a pretty good tank because you don't need a lot. It's quite a dark one, isn't it? I, yeah. I like Yeah, Yeah. I really like that, to be fair. But I think the tan maybe mixed with too much oil can 
it's a fine line, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you've got to get it right. I just think the Jantana one's thicker. It's just it, the, the application of it is thicker. It's weird. Yeah. Um, let me see. Would you rather eat fish or meat for the rest of your life? Is that, is that an obvious one? Meat. <laughs> yeah, meat, definitely. Um, and on, on that question, I'm just going to knit for a piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Weak bladder. Uh, are you still doing the Five Guys Challenge when all this lockdown? No. Uh, if you had to choose the order of importance, food, training, gear, and rest, what order would you put them in? Ooh. I had this argument with Ben on the podcast one day. What did he say? I don't want to tell you yet. I want to see what you say. All right, give me the list again. Food, training, gear, or rest. And I'm gonna add, I'm gonna add supplements into that because supplements are also part of our puzzle. So food, training, gear, supplements, and rest. I'm gonna go food, training, rest, gear, and then supplements. Ben put rest first. I mean, it makes sense, but I feel like- <laughs> I don't think I, I, I think you can be really good and not sleep that much. I know a lot of people that sleep like four hours a night and they yeah. look like freaks. Ben's argument was, well, if you can't sleep, you can't recover. But I'm, I wasn't saying you, you can't sleep at all. Yeah. I just saying like if you're a bad sleeper, like if you sleep four or five hours a night. Yeah. One sec. Jamie didn't hear us. So let's see what he says. Okay, Jamie, you're listening. Yes. All right, put these in order. Food, training, gear, supplements, rest. What's or, an, an order, order, order of importance? Well, food's got to be near the top, for sure. I got food as number one. Wait, don't say anything, Nick. Don't tell him. I would put food first. Okay. Supplements last. Okay. Um. Training, then rest, then gear. You're Nick, you're, you're Nick of the same list. That's what I said. I put, I put steroids first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sup, supplements second. Yeah. <laughs> rest is last. Uh, food is third, and training is fourth. That's my list. It okay. works. No, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> ben, ben had rest first because Ben says if you can't sleep, you can't recover, you can't grow. But my argument to him was I've seen a lot of guys with like shitty sleeping patterns that are still good bodybuilders. I think training's got to come bef- before rest because you've got to train hard enough to earn the rest. I think, you know, when I look at like I, my, my example is Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman, he sleep like four hours a night. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like... It's quality sleep as well, isn't it? It's, um, I, I feel, though, as though as um, all of we are professionals, we've got ourselves in such a position now where we have a lot of downtime. Probably not you, Fuad, because you're doing these podcasts all the time. <laughs> yeah. And you're very business-orientated and very busy away I'm, from... I'm a little less, yeah. I'm sure, I'm just guessing, uh, sorry if I offend you, Nick, but I think Nick's very much like me in the sense that our day is governed around training. That's where we work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're eating and resting a lot of the time. Yeah. <laughs> if a bodybuilder, if a, if a body builder says they're busy, they're full of shit. Yeah. Because I've I've been a professional bodybuilder for a long time, and I know when I didn't have anything else going on, 
it was like eat, sleep, train. That's all I had to do. That's yeah. that, it's like, when I, if I wasn't training, I was at home laying on the couch waiting for my next fucking meal to, to pop up. I'm either doing that or going, I'm going to see a movie or something. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if you're busy, it's by choice, not because, like, you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I should be busy. Okay, so we're saying foods first? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm not going to answer that one. Is DNP dangerous, as dangerous yeah. as some people say? I've never taken it. Yes. I have. Is it dangerous? It's, it's pretty, pretty fucked up. I heard it eats away at your body. Like, you literally will burn muscle, fat, like everything. Really, eh? Disgusting. Why, why did Never you? Oh, you told I, Sorry, Jamie. I think you told me you took it a long time ago. Wasn't that a prep that, was, that went really bad for you? Yeah, I was advised to take it in 2017, stroke 18, heading into the show in March 2018 by, uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, fuck it. What name? <laughs> a coach called Alex Kickle. Um, from America. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Is it the same guy that asked told you to take it? <laughs> He's a little bit crazy. <laughs> He's a little bit of a lunatic. <laughs> he still swears that it's amazing. Um, he still has all his clients on it, but I would never, ever take it again myself or get anybody else to take it. Um, it's very harsh. I've yeah. never heard any pro bodybuilder who has taken it. I know, like, other than you two, I know two others. I've never heard anybody say it was good for them. Like they didn't feel like it did anything good for their physique. I feel like DMP is used if you're, you're behind. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, yeah. But if you're behind, you probably shouldn't be doing the show you're doing anyway. Yeah. I've never, I've never fucking taken it. Nobody's ever even told me to take it. I've worked with like five of, of the top coaches in the world and no one's ever said, get some DMP. It is. It's. It's. It's a. It's a harsh drug. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. Does your diet change when you go off? I heard a couple of different ideologies on this. I want to hear your perspectives. When you guys cycle off or cruise or whatever, you, whatever you decide to do, do your diets change or do you keep them? Try and keep them the same. Change what changes in like food amount? Yeah. No. You still eat the same amount. Yeah. You still eat the same type of foods. Yep. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, mine's the same. Um, I think I was talking to a client earlier about this. I think that the aim of any off period or lower drug period is to try and maintain strength and composition and, and body weight. And when you're off. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to protect it. So less drugs. We've still got the amount of food into. Um, obviously, recoverability is down as well. So the extra food will help us recover, hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I've I've talked about this in other podcasts before. I think it's... A slingshot effect when i go off the gear i try and eat more yeah so that i can so, so like because i know my weight's gonna drop when i go off so yeah, well i'm just saying like most people most people when they go off yeah they don't eat properly and everything so their weight drops like 10 pounds yeah so when i go off i try and eat a little more so i can hold my weight at that spot so that when i go back on i actually boost you know i'll actually that way when i go back on instead of being 280 now i'm 285 290 yeah so i think that's a bad thing because you're going to get a composition um push from when you put the drugs back in on you so yeah yeah um which is the com most common used drug that female competitors use anabar yeah 
Annabar. Uh, favorite achievement in sports that is not bodybuilding related? I won a home run derby when I was younger. <laughs> did, you, did you really? Yeah. <laughs> a, a what? Home run. What? No, oh, a, home, a home run. A home run. Oh, right. I thought you not said a, a Not a homo. I thought you said a homo. A hormone or whole? I thought you thought he said homo derby. <laughs> <laughs> no, a hormone. I was like, what's one of those? And, oh gosh! I used to be um, really good at the shot put, so I was county champion at the shot put, um, which means nothing now. But yeah, I was. <laughs> I was all city, uh, all city football a couple of years in a row. Yeah, that's my my claim to fame. Awesome. Um, okay. Let's see here. Did you know Luke, Jamie? Yes, uh, I wasn't as close to him as uh, James, but yeah, we um, we spoke quite often. Um, I would say I knew him enough to class him as a friend. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, somebody just asked how did how did you how did each of you meet Luke? And obviously, it's for like our regular bodybuilding bollocks crowd. Yeah. But I didn't know if you guys had met. I'm Luke. actually on the Size Game podcast with Luke and Banji okay. and James. Okay. Okay. That's how you met him. How did you meet? How did you together at 2015 British Nationals and the 2016 British Nationals? So I first met him in person in 2015. Where did you meet? Uh, where did you place at that show? At the 15 Nationals. Well, the 15 Nationals, I won. Did you? Luke, yeah, I think Luke came sixth. So how did? Why did you get your pro card? Oh, you didn't win the overall. No, 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 I won my class, and then in 2016, I came third. And yeah. that's when Luke won his pro car. Oh, so he jumped. Made a big yeah, jump in that one year. What about what about you, Nick? Have you you ever met Luke? Yeah, the first time we met was um at like an expo thing that was held in New York back in 2018. Yeah. Me and him kind of just stayed in touch ever since then. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, rank your top five biggest freaks of all bodybuilding. Freaks. Uh, Ronnie Coleman. Ronnie Coleman's one. Is he one or is he just one of the five? Do you want to go in order? Well, let's write these down. I'm going to write these down. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did, so you, did, you, did you hear the question, Jamie? Yeah. Okay, so uh, top top five freaks. So without, a, without an order, I'm going to go... Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler. Come on, man. That's not good. That's a bad list. It's Ooh. only Okay, go on. You, you got three. You don't three, think the freak? You got three more. You got three more. You don't think I'm gonna I'm gonna finish, I'll let you finish your list first. Go ahead. Dorian Yates. Yates, okay. Um Oh shit, what's that German bodybuilder's name? Marcus Rule. Yes, that's a freak. Okay. Ugliest shape in the world, but that's a freak. Okay, yeah. Marcus Rule. You got one more. I'm gonna and um, I'm gonna go with Big Rami. Big Rami. Okay, Jamie, what do you think? Yeah, I, have so feel, I have a feeling Jamie's gonna have a better list. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> pressure, pressure. Well, I would have NASA in there. NASA okay. is a freak. NASA. I forgot about. I would definitely have rule in there. 
Marcus Rule. Okay, that's two. What about um, is it Hunter Schlurkan? Is it uh, his name? Gun- Gunter. 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 Yeah, sorry, Gunter. Gunter. So, uh, Ronnie, obviously Ronnie. Ronnie. Oh, okay. yeah, Ronnie. That's one more. Yeah. And then, could you class Wolf in his prime as a freak? If you want, it's your list. Yeah, I, I just, I would say he was a freak, but. He was a, a nice-looking freak. You guys forgot the most obvious freak of all freaks. Yeah. Greg Kovacs. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, my list is Kovacs is number one. Uh, Martin Ford. <laughs> how tall? How, how big is Martin Ford? I gotta go with Marcus Rule. Yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Marcus Rule is number two. Yeah. I'm gonna say Jean Pierre Fuchs is number three. Yeah. Okay. You you really have a freak list. Uh, I'll put Ronnie Coleman in there just because he was you know 2003 Ronnie was like was freak, freak. Of, freak of freaks. See, this is where your your education of bodybuilding is like really. I got one more. One more. I know I got one more in my fucking head. That's not the same as your list, but I can't remember it right now. Fuck. I know there's one more like really good one that I, I'm, I'm missing. Shit. All right, we'll have to come back to it. I, I get, I get, t- I get time to think about another one. Your, your list, uh, Nick, was just all Mr. Olympias. <laughs> I'm going to say Bo Lewis is my fifth freak. Bo Lewis, okay. Right? Is that, is that the 2 guy who's current? The 212 guy, yeah. Yeah. What, what are you saying the freakiest body part is about him? What, what do you think? What do you think? That's why he's in my freak of freaks. <laughs> I was just making sure that you know. I was Come on, that's obvious. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Have you ever have you ever seen that on the stage before? No, I'm not on stage. So that fits that fits into the into the class of freak of freaks. If you've never seen it before, oh, that's got that's got a pose of its own. <laughs> I notice in all like the ads they do of him, like when his sponsor. They're yeah. all like from the side. They're not. They're not like from the front. Oh, gosh, there's just no hiding it, is there? <laughs> he's got a. He's got a great physique. So yeah, it's yeah. it's unfortunate because nobody looks at it. But like <laughs> every time, like uh, Stelios or uh, bodybuilding about borders put pictures up, it's like I don't know what I'm looking at. I can't look yeah. at anything else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, would you rather have uncomfortable protein farts all day or uncontrollable protein burps all day? Uncontrollable farts. farts or uncontrollable burps? Uncontrollable farts. Really? I don't like to burp. What about you, Jamie? <laughs> I think I'll go with burps. I think I'll get away with burps in front of the wife. Yeah. I got to go with burps too. Yeah. Because if I, like my wife doesn't like when I fart in front of her. Yeah, but if I'm like making out with my girl and I burp. <laughs> what if you're making out with your girl and you fart? Then what? What are you gonna do? You're making well, at least a I fart in her mouth, you know. <laughs> if you're making out with your girl and you fart, what happens for real? She's gonna freak out. Does did the no, like, my girl she'll act like it never happened? Yeah. What about you, Jamie? If you're, Jamie, if you're making don't, out with your girlfriend, you fart. Like me. Yeah, she's gonna kick me out of bed. That's this game over. Yeah, my wife would freak out. 
she'd be like, what the fuck? Or is that like, yeah, no. I think of the burp, you can call oh, it. Like, it's, it's, it depends on the fart. Is it like a little like, or are we talking like a loud, extensive fart? Well, they're all sorts. They're not like, they're all, we're just going to say it says uncontrollable. So usually if it's uncontrollable, it's loud. Oh, it's going to vary. It's, it's a mixed bag. <laughs> Dude, I had burps after a show one year, and the burps were probably worse than my farts. So if it was those burps... Then... Oh, but those like sulfur burps are really bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, but wait a minute. So how many things can you do while farting versus burping? You can get away with a lot more stuff. While, but people are generally accepting of burps. So you can close your mouth. Yeah. I think burps, yeah. I'll go burps. You know, you just burp, you, you close your mouth, you, you say, excuse me. You can hold in a fart. <laughs> it, yeah, says, I, it says uncontrollable. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> All right, Nick's going farts. <laughs> uh, best backs in bodybuilding history. White bodybuilders only. I don't know why they're being racist, but okay. <laughs> White White bodybuilders only with the best backs. So we go. That's actually tough now that I think about it, because if you, if you add in, if you can't, you take out all the black guys. Who do you got left? You got Dorian Yates. Yeah, Dorian Yates is a good back. Dorian Yates is probably one of the best backs of all time, regardless of race, other than maybe Ronnie Coleman. But you yeah. got Dorian Yates is probably one of the best white backs. Yeah. Mike Francois. Yes. I'm still putting Jay Cutler in there. No. I like Jay Cutler's back. You like everything about Jay Cutler. He's going to be on every every list we make. You're going to put Jay Cutler on it. <laughs> Most aesthetic physique, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. <laughs> um, other than Mike Francois, I think Luke had a really good back. Yeah, Luke had a great back. Um, yeah, I'm drawing, I'm drawing a blank. I'm sure there's. Is Kevin Lavroni white or black? Is he mixed? Mixed. Can we use him for this one? We could. He's met. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys aren't helping me very much here. You, Jake Cutler, anybody else? <laughs> um, Marcus Rule had a crazy back. He's white. Marcus Rule. I, I think James has a great back. James yeah. has a great back. James could use a little more detail in his back, though. I agree, but it's it's a it's a very dense, big back. Yeah, it's just yeah. thick. You know what's weird? You know, what, actually, now that I think about it, you said that. I was just thinking James could use more back in his back double bicep. His lat yeah. spread, his lat spread is good, but then I just thought to myself, I've never seen a picture of Dorian Yates doing a back double bicep. No, it's no. always it's always a lat spread. Because his last spread was just insane. I know, but I wonder why that is. Like, is Dorian Yates? Have you guys ever seen a picture of Dorian Yates doing a, a double back double bicep? I haven't. I don't think actually. Don't they say though that you've you've either got one or the other? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Oh wait, I'm I'm actually I'm actually really stupid. There's a whole bunch of pictures of Dorian Yates doing back double bicep, and it's it? yeah, and it's very good. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everybody who's listening. I just had a really bad, like, brain fart. This is Dorian Yates' back. Oh, yeah. Maybe his lat spread was just that impressive. They always just put that one. I just probably the one I think of all the time is the lat. Like, I think of this, right? The fucking meat. Yeah. 
I'm trying to think of what other white bodybuilders have great backs. There's probably a whole ton. It's hard when you put it on the spot like that. Just yeah. Google it. Look at this last spread. It's not what, what do I do? What do I Google? White guys with good backs? White bodybuilders with great backs. We'll see what happens. Hey, the it actually works. Hey! But they're all like Arnold. Why is that is that Ronnie Coleman up there? He's not white. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is no good. There's nobody on this list. Oh, this, this is all Dorian. Whose back is that up there? Hold on. Whose back is that? This guy? This guy's got a good back. No, no. Where'd he go? This one right there. Yeah, that one. That's Dorian. No. Ronnie. One below that. This one? That's yeah. John, is that Johnny Jackson? Is that who that is? I think yeah, I remember this photo. I think it's Johnny Jackson. Yeah, oh, that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we picked Dorian. That's the best one anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll do a couple more, and then we'll head off. Have you done many party drugs and had any wild benders? No. No, I'm, I've never been really into that. I, I got in enough trouble... From drinking, so yeah, I did a lot of drinking. I, I did everything. Yeah, yeah, I did everything for a long time. I was everything. I only, but the only thing is, for some reason, I don't have an addictive personality. I don't think because I was always the guy who could like turn it off at like three in the morning. Yeah, like I'd be like, okay, I'm done. Uh, I don't want to put anything else up my nose. I'm good. <laughs> and then and they would just they'd be like okay well we're gonna keep going and they would go for like three more days Wow! and then yeah. i i was just never that guy i was like okay i'm happy i'm good i'm going home fuck it i'm out yeah. on, so, on, a level, on a level would you say you was uh on par with someone like seth or is he just in a world of his own because i know he's spoke a lot about uh, loving the drugs <laughs> I, I think me and seth are a lot alike yeah yeah i had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun, and even in the early stages of my bodybuilding career, I remember my coach used to be like, "You can drink, you can drink, but just make sure it's dry red wine, because dry red wine is like sugar free." Yeah. So I'm like, I'm like 20 years old. I'm getting ready for my first show, and on the weekends, I'm drinking a bottle of fucking wine, like <laughs> a Saturday night, because I'm out with my friends, getting fucking wasted. Yeah. I took. I didn't take bodybuilding super serious until like 27. Like once I got my pro card, I kind of like slowed down. Yeah. But all through my early 20s, I fucking partied every weekend, Friday, Saturday. For a while, like in my early, early 20s, I was like fucked up like four or four or five nights a week. Yeah, wow. I just had fun. I, I don't know. But I was never, I never felt like I was addicted. I never felt like I was, I had to do it. Just enjoyed yourself. It's just, look, I ran with a bunch of guys. We were all bodybuilding. Yeah. And all we did was eat, drink, party, have fun go to bars and fuck around. It was like, it's all we did. But it was like bodybuilding was always front and center. Yeah. Like if, I don't know if you can make, if that makes sense. It was, it was front and center included in with all that shit. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I don't know. I, I just felt like if, as long as I was getting better, yeah, I, I was going to keep partying. Sometimes as well, the a situation like that allows you to be quite relaxed which yeah. lends itself well to bodybuilding. So question is, when you was 27, you turned pro, you started taking bodybuilding more seriously. Did you have noticeable changes in progress or? Yeah. 
see, this is why I, this is why I got in the argument with Cedric and those guys, because what Cedric was saying was primarily what you just said, which is if you have a little bit more balance, you're happier. And if you're happier, you have better success. Yeah. But that's not, I don't connect happiness and success. Those two things aren't connected. Yeah. Right. You can be, sometimes you have to be unhappy to be successful. You have to do things you don't want to do. Yeah. yeah. So I was partying and having a great time and I was still winning, but I wasn't like achieving my full potential. When I turned pro, I kind of stopped drinking. Well, I didn't stop, but I slowed way down. Like I would drink like once, once a month, right? Yeah. There was a dramatic change. If you look at my pro debut, right? My pro debut is one week after I turned pro and I was kind of forced into it. I took 16th at the Atlantic City or 15th at the Atlantic City. And if you see my body, you're like, that guy looks like an amateur. Yeah. One year later, after I got my pro card, I do the Montreal pro and I took fifth. And it's like, a, a completely different bodybuilder. Yeah. And then my body kept, kept making changes like that. You'll see that a jump again happened like from 09 to 11, there was another big jump. And then from 11 to 15, there was another big jump. Yeah. And that every, every jump you see in my career was when I took away something that was interrupting my potential. Mm-hmm. So the biggest jump came from 12 to 15. And those were my most serious years of bodybuilding. Yeah. So I agree. There's a, there's a definite connection between like a hundred percent focus. Right. But I had fun. I don't care. Like, I don't regret any of it. Like, no, I had fun doing it. I had fun coming up. And so it was all good. Uh, what other hobbies or passions do you have outside of bodybuilding? I quite like, um, the old PlayStation, bit of Call of Duty. I can never get into that, man. Yeah. Get back in. I used to be so good when I was younger and I started playing yeah. like Fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get on it, man. Nick, are you like me? If you suck at something, it's hard to get into it. No, it makes me pissed off, and now I gotta play until I'm good again. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. With video games, every time I try and play, I'm shit, and I'm like, I just don't want to do it. I'm like, I don't want to put in the time it takes to like, <laughs> to to get good at playing video games. Yeah, how addictive as well. They can take up a lot of time. I don't have, you know, my other, my only other hobby is cars. Like I like fucking with my cars, like modifying my cars and like shit like that. Like going to the movies. Yeah. 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 I don't know any bodybuilders with like crazy hobbies. No, cause bodybuilding is the main focus. <laughs> do we have any, do we, do we know any bodybuilders that have like crazy hobbies that do like cool shit? No. <laughs> not, so. not like classic guys or like, I mean like open bodybuilders. Yeah. No, I don't think Right? Most of Unless us are just retired. all... Huh? Not unless they're retired, like, like Ron, uh, riding his BMX. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, 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 not that. I mean, like, guys are in the game and competing. No. Is there anybody that does anything other than play video games, movies, like, bo- like bodybuilding-friendly shit? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I can't think of anybody doing anything nuts. Um, all right, we'll do, we'll do one more. We'll do one more. Um, what's the worst car you've owned? <laughs> I'll let me go first. My first car, I think, was like a 2003 Cavalier. Nice. Nice. That's actually not a bad car. I know. <laughs> but it was probably my worst one. <laughs> yeah. What did I you have? My first car was a Fiat Punto. It was what is a that? 
is an, on a 97 Reggie, so French car, um, just like a little box. One second, spe it spell it, spell it. 97. F-I-A-T, Fiat. Well, I know Fiat, yeah. Yeah, and then Punto, P-U. Oh, Punto, I see it. Oh Where, my god! Where's the old one? Is that a ninety-seven? So <laughs> you drove, know. you drove this fucking thing. Let's see that. <laughs> that's, that's the one, um, the the one in the middle, like the green one. This one? Yeah, one like that. <laughs> how the <laughs> fuck? How the fuck did you fit in this car? <laughs> it's a struggle. The seat, the seat went quite far back. <laughs> that is fucking amazing. Oh, uh, that's the first car. Oh my god. We've come a long way. Uh, this is Nick's first car, but yeah. I remember. But I remember seeing your before pictures, Nick. You could fit in this car. Oh yeah, back in yeah, the day. See, I thought you meant a Vauxhall Cavalier, which is a bit of a different car to that. <laughs> <laughs> this is my first car right here. Look at that beauty. Oh yes, it's mint, mint. Wow. All right, we'll do. We'll do one more. One more serious question before you guys go. If you could change anything to the Olympia, what would it be? Wait, no, I got a better one. Fuck yeah. that question. <laughs> I don't like. If you could do one sex position for the rest of your life, which one would it be and why? Reverse cowgirl. <laughs> He's got it. Like it's like right. It's on the top of his head already. He's like, yeah. I'm a booty guy. I get to watch that shit move, and I put zero work in. Yes, those are good reasons. That's a good. That's a good formula for why. I like that. Mm -hmm. The whole the whole I don't have to do shit is perfect. Exactly. I'll give it a very, very similar one, but I just turn around the other way. So I can get nice. <laughs> I could feel that. Regular, regular cowgirl. Uh, so me and Jamie are on the same page. You you're yeah. a tit are you a tit guy? Yeah, I like both, it. you get both both on that one, don't you? Yeah, but are you a tit guy? I do like tits, yes. <laughs> I, I, say, I say both because who doesn't like a good ass? But yeah, tits well, okay, are, wait a minute. Uh, we can, well, let's, just, important. let's just say this. Everybody likes both. Anybody who says they yeah. don't like both is full shit. Nobody, I don't think any guy ever has said, I don't like tits. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, date, I wouldn't like to date a girl with small tits. Okay. What about you, Nick? Do you care about tits? Um, not as much as I care about ass. Yeah, I okay, that's cool. But are you like? Do you like tits? I love tits. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go level up. You're like, no, I love them. I don't like them. I love them. All right, so reverse cowgirl and regular cowgirl. Yeah, I'm gonna say. Uh, there's a, like a side position I like. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, there's like a side position I like because I can see the ass and I can see the tits and I can get a full visual of everything and I can feel everything. Yeah. And I'm on my knees. It's very comfortable. <laughs> it's like I'm not doing like anything. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not doing anything acrobatic. I'm not doing a plank or any shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I agree. I'm with it. You know what I mean by like the side? Like, yeah. Like turn them on the side and lay them down. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, yeah, right? That's a good one. It's a good one. Because I feel like you don't have to move a lot. You're like, it's okay. Like, if you're on your knees, you can do that little bit of moving. Yeah. Seems good. <laughs> and I like having access to everything. 
<laughs> reverse, reverse cowgirl. You don't have any access to the front. Well, if I had to pick like a second favorite, I'm gonna go doggy style. But you're still that's the same thing. You still just <laughs> yeah. I can grab tits if I want to grab tits. It's hard to go. You know what though? Home. But but let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things you can do in doggy style, my friend. What did you say? <laughs> what did you say? Is a little butthole? This podcast is fucking useless. I don't know why anybody listens to shit. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's easy to grab the tits, though, in a doggy style position. If she got big tits, it is. No. It depends. If you have her, if you have her face down, ass up, it's hard to yeah. reach. It's hard well, to no, reach. More like just bent over on the bed. Let's get if she's bent support. over at like if she's at this angle, then yeah, they're like in a reachable position. But if she's like, I like all style doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jamie's got it right though, because he's got access to everything. Yeah, that's but a, you can't so but you can't see the back. You can only feel it. You don't have access to the butt. <laughs> hey. He's got long arms. He can reach around. So you yeah. can get in. What, what? <laughs> I can get it. He can reach around to get, get to it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> oh, <God>. How <laughs> often are you going for the butthole, Nick? I could do butthole all day, every day. Really, eh? I like butthole. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. <laughs> I love it. He doesn't like it. He loves it. Okay, guys, amazing. We're gonna end on a high note. So thank you guys very much. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate thank it, guys. You. We'll talk soon. All right, buddy. All right, gentlemen. Bye bye. Cheers, guys.